Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Dan and Louie. And welcome back in for the 11 o'clock hour. Last hour of the show this week. And, of course, this hour of the show is brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, a comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. Just call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. Getting a new dentist, Dan. Really? Yeah. Our last guy kind of had a falling out. What what so, was what what was the problem? Um, he he was he was not billing my wife's stuff the right way, and so it was costing us money every time we went, and we have insurance, and and so like it would be like having Delta Dental, and then the dentist being like, be like, we're gonna uh, charge you money anyway. It'd be like renting a prepaid car, and all they want to do is rent you another one. Right? Yeah, yeah. I understand. It's not good. Yeah, no, not I good. understand. So I met a woman in our neighborhood that's a dentist. I'm gonna go see her. Good. Go do okay. that. Okay. All right. <laughs> if Avery does a million different things, then why can't she play lyrics with the music? Oh, there it is. All right. Coming down on the text line. <laughs> Crushing you every day. By the way, I mentioned that we're going to talk some college basketball here. Tons of college basketball this weekend here. Uh, that Louisville play-by-play is tomorrow over on 93.9. On Saturday as well on the 680 side, you'll have Kansas and Iowa State. That's the noon game on 680. And then Duke, North Carolina is tomorrow. That I didn't even put that game on the show sheet, Dan. Yeah, because neither one of them are Doesn't ranked. Matter. When was the last time Duke and North Carolina were were not ranked? 1948, Dan. I don't know. Um, North Carolina, 615. That's over on 93.9. Louisville women's basketball will be on 93.9. That's a noon game on Sunday. Uh, Post-game show is happening. YMCA post-game show. Dave Skull, Biggest Biscuit, Chrissy Banta will have you for that one on Sunday. All right. Good. A lot going on. Yep. Yep. All right. So um, Donovan Mitchell did the right thing, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did the right thing. So describe it, the situation here, Dan. <laughs> what did Dylan Brooks do? Well, he hit him in the family jewels. <laughs> well, family jewels talk on a Friday. How about that? I like it. And, and Donovan <laughs> took exception to that yeah. and threw the basketball at him. Um, and a fist. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it fired up. 
uh, his young teammates, and after he left, they actually played better and went on to beat the Grizzlies. Uh, the Gri- Grizzlies are on a slide here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at the standings, my nugs, their, <laughs> their lead in the Western Conference is going by the minute. And as I said yesterday, if you give, if you give the Nuggets home court advantage through the Western Conference playoffs, be real careful because it's hard to win in Denver. By the way, young lady came out yesterday in a Nuggets shirt. Yes. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Not just Colonel stuff. No. Get some Nuggets nugget stuff, too. Yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. You know, the two... Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to get to the Western Conference Finals twice when I was in Denver, uh, but we didn't have the home court advantage either time. Uh, one, My last year, uh, we got to the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers, and we had about as much chance to beat the <laughs> Lakers. That was with Kareem and Magic and James Worthy and Michael Cooper. Um we, we had no shot to win that. Uh, but we did. The other time we got to the Western Conference Finals was against Portland. Bill Walton and uh, Clyde Drexler, that great team, that went on uh, to play Philadelphia, I believe, in the finals. And and I th- I think if we had had the, the home court advantage in that series, we, we might have gotten to the finals. But if you hmm. give this Nugget team the home court advantage, I think, I think they've only lost three games at home all year. Right. So. Um, and their their lead is growing in the Western Conference. With the Donovan thing, he goes on to say something like, you know, this isn't just me. This has happened to other players throughout the league, and it's bull crap. Uh, I'm cleaning up the language. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, it's complete bull crap. It's one thing, you know, if you've got Jai, you've got Bain, you've got Jaron Jackson, and those guys, they talk a lot of bleep. And that's fine. That's a Paul, That's all a part of basketball. We all grew up playing that way. But when you start doing cheap bleep (laughs) that ain't it uh that's where my frustration lies uh it's not talking back and forth that's cool but when you start doing little stuff like that what are we doing yeah do you agree with that yes yeah i do yeah i I think that's yeah you you know that that's that's, talking is one thing for yeah trying to hurt somebody well especially in the family jewels as you discussed yes yes uh no i hadn't heard the term family jewels in a while do you have you heard the term family jewels before avery yes i have can you say family jewels cleanly into the mic for us Family jewels. That girl. <laughs> what a stupid show. <laughs> um, texter, the uh, oh, pointed out. So when we had Tom Hart on, and yeah. I, we just we kept we kept talking. It's, it's totally fine. His his uh, color guy on Tuesday sounded a lot like Chris Collinsworth of college basketball. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> the texter text I know that he sounded like that. He's totally right. Um, yeah, he had to. Tom had to get going, but it, yeah, it t- sounded totally like Chris Collinsworth. That's part of his appeal, though. He's got a really good voice for for television. Yeah, yeah, no, and uh, and and I wish we would have asked because the Braves' job is open because Chip Carey yeah. is going to St. Louis, right. uh, and what you know, I mean, with his grandpa's legacy uh, at at the Cardinals. I mean that's that's a that's a natural match there, and I think Chip's very good. Chip did hmm. the Cub games for a while, uh, but so Chip has moved on from Atlanta. His father was there forever doing the Braves games, and he's moved on to St. Louis, which is why that Atlanta Brave job is is open now. I I, I know you're settled in Denver. Would you rather live in Atlanta or St. Louis? Probably Atlanta. Yeah. Probably Atlanta. It's an interesting career move yeah. for, for Chip. Now, I get it because I, I, I do think people care more in St. Louis. So if you are going, if you wanted to get around a fan base that cared more, 
that's probably the place to go. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I think of the Braves job as like a like a deep south, like everybody watches those games, right? Like at the, Virginia, the Carolinas, Georgia, into Alabama, Mississippi, right. even up into Tennessee. Like that's the team. Well, I you're you're probably too young to remember this, but there was a time. Oh, all you got were Cubs games and Braves games. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. Oh no, they, I remember. The, all the Braves games were on TNT, and all the Cub games were on WGN, and both of those were super stations. Yep. So uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Braves not only have a huge following in the South. You know, at that time, yeah, their they footprint had, is massive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, massive. exactly, and especially in the '90s when they were really, I mean, good, winning one title, and you know, yeah, right now, yeah. yeah. But they had a good team. Overrated. Their, their, <laughs> their pitching. I was going to say was the pitching was incredible. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's phenomenal. But yeah, so no, I, I, I don't often side with players as hard as I'm going to side with Donovan Mitchell here. But that, that to yeah, me, this was no, a hundred percent no. Exactly. Um, Nobody's going to blame Donovan for that. Brooks did say he agreed with the flagrant two call. It saved me some teas. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh man. Um, oh, he thinks. Did, did so? Was Chip's dad working in St. Louis when he was a kid? Is that what you said? No, his grandfather. Grandfather Harry, Harry, okay. Harry Carey. Harry Carey was with. I, he was an icon. Yep. On the radio in yep. St. Louis. Okay. And then there's some speculation that Harry was. <laughs> Let's just say fooling around in St. Louis and was asked to leave. To With leave the family him. jewels? Uh, could have been. <laughs> <laughs> and so, You're naming this our family and, jewels, by the and, way, on the and, podcast. And, and supposedly it was with the owner's wife. Got it. So that's, that's, what the, Got it. that's why he was asked to, uh, to leave St. Louis. Actually went to the White Sox yes, for a few right. years and then became iconic with the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, but that was his grandfather. No, his father, uh Skip Carey, yes. was with the Braves forever and ever and ever. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, text are pointing out I think it was TBS those games were on, not TNT. Oh, okay. But All I think right. yeah, no, he's I think right. they're actually owned by yeah. the same yeah. I think they're both uh same anyways, yes. Um but uh but yeah Harry Carey just as in my childhood because of where I grew up in western Michigan we were halfway between Chicago and Detroit. So my I was born in Detroit. My family's from Detroit. So I was a Tigers fan. But you couldn't get away from the Cubs stuff. It was no. just omnipresent. Yeah. And um, so I, I was totally spoiled as a kid. Because I had Harry Carey on the Chicago side. And then I had Ernie on the Tigers side. Ernie Harwell. The Georgia Peach. And another and I mean, I, another and I mean, icon. I mean, baseball still sounds like Ernie Harwell in my head. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I threw the radio. I, I didn't even watch the games. I just listened to Ernie Harwell. Now, I'm a radio nerd, so it probably makes sense <laughs> on my end. But um, it, with him, it was just – Ernie Harwell was just different. I mean, just so good. Just so freaking good. I, I think he's as good as Vince Scully. And he just happened to be in the Detroit market. Yeah. Yeah. So – and I – that's not a put down of Vin at all. I want people to be – No, to be really I think he was incredible. And it's – I don't listen to baseball on the radio anymore. And I don't know if I'm alone in that, if it was a more of a cultural thing 20 years ago. Yeah. Man, but 
I did a lot as a kid, man. Because it was something I would fall asleep to. And absolutely, as a kid, okay. you know? did yeah. you did you yeah. get under the sheets, hide your yeah, little I mean, transistor yeah, radio, my, and listen? My I, parents knew I, I was yeah. listening to Tigers games. They didn't care because you know? yeah. well, they knew I was falling asleep at eight thirty. Yeah, the, the only time I had to hide it was when they were on the West Coast, right? Because yes, <laughs> they, were, they were two hours behind. So I do know. remember the Red Wings were playing a playoff game, and they went to like the fourth overtime or something. And my dad was like, "Look, we got to go to bed. I mean, we got to go to bed." So he gets everybody in bed. And Steve Eiserman crosses the blue line, slap shot from the the from just over the blue line, goes over the goalie shoulder, scores, wins the game. I'm jumping up and down in my room, and my mom comes down the hallway. She was listening too, <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember, like, oh man, I had to be ten, you know, something like this. And it's just this great moment at one in the morning with my mom. Yep, yeah, uh, it's just awesome. So. Um, Texter saying the Cubs and the Braves being on TV all the time is the reason I don't like either team to this day. It drove me nuts as a Red, it turned me into a Reds fan. That's a te- that's a sad outcome for you, sir. Um, <laughs> having yeah. to be a Reds fan, yeah. No, you know, <laughs> you know what I used to do after kidding, okay. after the basketball season yeah. was over, and uh, and and I was you know it was spring and the Cubs the Cubs were on. I would my mom worked she worked at the, at the bank in Batavia. Okay. And so I would skip school at lunch and go home and watch the Cubs on WGN. And I knew exactly where when she was getting home. So when, when it got close to her coming home from the bank, I would turn off the TV okay. and I would go to the basement. Okay. And I'd wait for her to come in about five minutes then I'd act like I was coming in from school and go back. And if, she, if she ever felt the, if she ever felt the television and knew, and knew it had been on for three hours in the afternoon, uh, that was. And my favorite, my favorite story was uh, after my 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 uh, senior year. We were done. We were done playing basketball my senior year, uh, and we had uh, six of us: okay. me and and five of my good friends skip school and drove to the home opener mm. at Wrigley Field. Wow. And because it was on TV, uh, we we were sitting in the first row of the upper deck and there was a there was a fight down below us and the six of us stood up and looked over the railing at the fight and we were on television. <laughs> and, and one of one of the guys, his name was Doug Peterson, I'll never forget this. He called the high school and he said, why is, and named all six of us, not in school this afternoon. I just saw him at the Cub game. So we had, I had an old Ford convertible, and I drove to the Cub game. So we're coming, we're coming back into town. And we got the top down, and, you know, we're having a good time. We stop at one of the three stoplights in Batavia. And some kid yells from the corner, you guys got caught. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so I had my mom write a note. Uh, and it said, please excuse Dan from school yesterday because he went in to welcome the Cubs home for the season. <laughs> and that was, the, that was the note I took to school the next day. Wow. I love my Cubbies. Love my Cubbies. A good mom. Yeah. Oh no, my. That's a good mom right there, man. That's great. Yeah. Well, she knew. So it. Doug Peterson was this a parent? Uh, yeah, I think he had kids in school. Okay, but he happened to be watching and just named all six of us. I mean, he called the principal and said, "Did something bad happen to him later in life?" Because it should have. 
No, I don't think so. No. I don't know. It's too bad. I don't know. But no, by then that's the kind my, of guy that should get. You know, my, like, at at that point, my folks knew I was going to get a scholarship to college, so I could do no wrong in their eyes after that. By the way, the other day when we were trying to figure out, and this texture listens very frequently, we really appreciate this person texting in that you live Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You actually did it. Um, but <laughs> a couple of days ago, they remembered what your bet was on, your $5 bet to win $200. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? TCU in the title game. That's right. That's exactly what That's the it was. worst bet you've ever made. That's exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> they failed to cover by five well, touchdowns. But, but, you know, I that was a... That was a uh, that was a message from heaven. Don't you don't dare. Bet yeah, don't <laughs> bet anymore. You just, you, 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 it just cost you $5. Yep. You know, you got off easy. You yep. made a $200 Put bet. Put the app away. And it, it, yeah, and it was one of the worst one-sided <laughs> losses in the history of college bowl games. So learn your lesson. It, it, be glad it only cost you $5. This is another person who hangs out with us a lot. Four three seven nine six eight in the UPS Jobs Tech Line. A great Skip Carry line from one of his broadcasts. The Braves are getting killed, and he says, quote, if you promise to buy our sponsor's products, you have our permission to take the dog for a walk. <laughs> that's great. Oh, man, that's great. Uh, there, uh, you've heard the name Ethan Moore here. Yeah, he sure. does post-game yeah, shows for yeah, UFL yeah, yeah. and uh, Louisville Sports Life. Right. Breaking down the second left tackle for two hours yeah. with Taylor Lynch, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And uh, he, he, he has now started posting on Twitter, when the games get out of control for U of L this year, he's walking the dog. <laughs> it would be, I mean, you and I watch those games because you and I feel like it's, it's part of this job. Yes. At least that's what I tell Sherry. I get it. Yeah. Well, but you, you could watch a different game at that time. Oh, yeah. And if we had any other job, you'd be watching a different game. Yeah, no question. Okay. <laughs> no. So no, I can't imagine had, being a fan. If, I really can't. If we can't. didn't have to comment on it, no. you know, never I, I would have. Well, that's why Tom Hart is like, it's, it's boring. <laughs> yeah, he's right. It's boring. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. No, I, I would have quit watching U of L games a long time ago. You know what else is boring? What? Walk on talk. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop it over there. Stop. Oh, man. Uh, uh, walk hey, it's, I, it's I, a, I love what they're doing with the no, walk It's a culture. It's a culture. I love what they're doing with the walk Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they mentioned one guy ever that was good. This guy isn't good enough to get a scholarship in the whole United States. <laughs> He's going to walk on here at Louisville. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of the whole United States, so we're at this bourbon event last night, and Goose talks about why he ends up at UK. And essentially, he's a mama's boy. Is what we find out, right? right. Yeah, but and he's afraid to fly, and he won't get on a plane. Yeah, his recruiting trip. Are you ready for this? Hawaii, UCLA, Vegas, and he doesn't get on the plane. He's got. He's going to visit those three schools <laughs> in a and row. He said, and he said, you know, the only way to get there is by plane. <laughs> and so, and so, he had that I mean, on the same trip. I know he was going to go to Hawaii, then stop at UCLA LA and and UNLV on the way home. But uh, no, he. Uh, I didn't realize, and and that this was another one of those things. And it's it's one of the pleasures of doing the show with you is that it forces me to research more of these eras. I didn't know UNLV was so good in the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and, oh and no. Really in my so. head, that didn't start till the eighties. Tark but, the shark, right? But that yeah. didn't start in my head until the eighties. But okay. that was just totally false. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. no, no. They had some. Uh, I, w- one of uh, w- one of the better players there was a guy by the name of Glenn Gondrasik who uh, who played a couple of years with the Nuggets with me. But no, they had uh, they had some outstanding teams in Vegas. 
Question coming down on the text line. Okay. And I like these kinds of questions. And then the other person hangs out a lot. 437-968-UPS-JOBS-TEXT-LINE. Dan, if if he was still at Kentucky, do you think Oscar would be better on defense? Yes. Okay. Okay. No question. Okay. No, no question. I don't. I don't know if he'd be better on defense, but at least he'd understand what he was supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. Instead, you think there's a real lack of comprehension here? Uh, I think it, it, there has to be. Surely, Louie. Surely, the coaches have worked with him. You know, and and it, you have to make it simple. That Oscar, this is what we're going to do. We're either going to get up and stuff the ball carrier or the ball handler mm-hmm. so he can't so he doesn't have i mean right. you know if yes. he's trying to find a, a a rolling guy over the top of oscar that's going to be a difficult pass or we're going to let the guy guarding the ball handler we're going to let him slide through the screen and you stay with the roll guy right I mean, surely they have talked to him about that. But he goes to the middle of the lane and just stands there. He doesn't do either one. So, no, it it has to be comprehension. Okay. Interesting. The only thing I'll come back on that with is, what happened to Oscar at the beginning of the year? The knee. What did I say at the beginning of the year? You did. You were the one who said... He's not as good laterally this year as he was last year. Uh-huh. And I, I, I don't know if it's injury or if it's just he's slowed down or... I don't know. But it's not as good as last year. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to take credit for any you know, hot take about knee surgery or something. But something I've learned from you is, show me the last big man that used to have a knee problem. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and I think it's affecting him. I do. Yeah. I think it's affecting him. Yeah. He... Uh... He, he certainly, in, in my mind, and maybe it's just the attention, maybe it's the double teams and stuff like that, but uh, he, he, you know, we talked about this uh, before. If they had the National Player of the Year vote right now, and he was on the, the 20 that are still yes. on the wooden list, if they had the vote right now, Oscar wouldn't finish in the top five. No, no. But... Um, I, I, you know, but it has to be. Surely the coaches have said this is how we're going to play it, and it 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 looks the same every time. Yeah, it's whatever it is is not working. No. Um, no, a reminder that this hour of the show we will go to break here. We'll come back. I want to um, I want to talk about some of these games tomorrow. It's a nice little card at, uh, for Holy Bowl Day down at uh, Gulfstream Park. I do want to play this Bozich sound. When we come back, so don't let me not play the Bozich sound. So I think it's an interesting conversation that's happening and if how fans will perceive what progress is. We were talking a little bit about it in the break room right. before yeah. Uh, yeah. the show. What progress looks like to different people and what is you know, what expectations are going into next season Good. because okay. I think it's I think it's a worthwhile conversation. We'll also talk about that really great slate of college basketball games. Second hour of the show brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental and DeltaDentalKY.com. Individual plans, plans for your family and uh, for your employees, whatever you're looking for, a nationwide network of dentists. They also offer those vision plans through VSP. Check them out at DeltaDentalKY.com. Tabs at the top, too, if you happen to be a dentist looking to expand your practice. Go check that out as well. On the other end, Holy bull! Bozich talk next.
Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louis. All right, welcome in. Final segment here of the week. Issel and Louis taking you up until noon. Fast Break Friday, Bobby V. Paul Rogers hanging out with you <clears throat> live in studio here. And then, of course, first replay, they'll have the mixtape today from 3 to 6. Andy and James taking you into your weekend. Second hour of the show presented by our friends at Delta Dental, deltadentalky.com. And, of course, it is a Baranos Pizza Friday. And we thank George and the Baranos team for bringing lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios. They've got you covered for the big games this weekend. Stop by before and after all of those games and concerts at the KFC Yum Center. It may be tomorrow against Florida State or the women's game on Sunday. Celebrating 45 years of Louisville-style pizza, heart-shaped pizzas are back. From now until Valentine's Day, carry out, delivery, or dine in 14 area locations in Metro Louisville and Southern Indiana. Yeah, it is that good. It is Baranos Pizza. All right, Dan. I, I think my wife's favorite Valentine's thing is the heart-shaped pizza. Really? We um, I don't know if we've had this conversation. So, like you, I got married in my early 20s. Yep. And we were broke, broke. Not like have like college to fall back on broke or colonel's money to fall back on broke. $10,000 a year in the 2000s broke. <laughs> okay. Excited to get a job at Denny's for the summer broke. There you go. Okay? Yep. And so we had a rule early in our marriage. No presents on expected holidays. So we didn't buy each other birthday presents. We didn't buy an anniversary gift. No Christmas gifts. And no Valentine's gifts. That's sad. And instead, the expectation was that at very random times, you would get a gift from the other person. Hmm. And we have held that to this day. We will be married 20 years in August. And we have held that to this day. And I watch other guys. And I hear the ads now. We're starting to play them. Genesis Diamonds and all those folks. Getting ready for Valentine's Day. Yep. We've got a package for you. Ah! And I do not. I am not jealous of any of those people. That have to worry about Valentine's Day. Not worried. You get a heart-shaped pizza and you're good. If I get a heart-shaped pizza, I can bring it home tomorrow. She'll be like, oh, heart-shaped pizza that I can't mm. eat because she's gluten-free. Uh, see, I used to be one of those guys that would lavish Sherry with expensive gifts. And then I realized I was getting nothing in return, so I stopped it. <laughs> so, so I bought my wife an anniversary gift for the first time for our 19th. Okay, and the two of you know we 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 had a tough last half of the year yep. last year, so I, I decided that was a good time sure. to do something like that. So I bought my wife earrings that were the appropriate gemstone for the nineteenth anniversary. What is the nineteenth? It's anniversary? aquamarine, mm. and so and that kind of goes with a lot of different things. A lot of different colors actually go with that, so they work out. She wears them quite a bit actually, but it was the first time I bought my wife an anniversary gift was 19. So I thought 19 was kind of quirky and weird. Couldn't afford the diamonds, huh? Um, <laughs> he hasn't seen my wife's ring, has he? I'll, I'll get a picture. Okay. My wife has an archipelago on her hand. I want to see. Okay. <laughs> Half of Hawaii is on my wife's hand. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> the uh, That's a good story, actually. Do you want to hear that story? Sure. Okay. Since we're getting close to Valentine's Hey, time. I got to be here till noon. Might as well. People are like, give us those horse picks. I don't want to hear about Louie's romantic life. All right, so we got married young. And so I, I worked, uh, I worked uh, jobs in the summer to, to, to pay for college, essentially. And uh, so I decide to propose to my wife spring of our senior year of college. 
and I go to the local shop and I buy the the way that I can buy a carrot is to get a three diamond ring as an engagement ring. So it's not a solitaire. It's, it's three diamonds side by side. Okay. Okay. And so I give it to her. She says, yes, you know, we get married that summer. The rest is whatever. Well, we're at a holiday bazaar, B-A-Z-A-A-R, Dan. Okay. And for some reason, like kids have given her all their coats and everything else and her ring falls off her finger. It's a cold day. And she loses the ring. Okay. This is four and a half years ago, something like Mm. that. And I don't know if you've had these moments, Dan. There are times in your life when, like, I know from the outside looking in that your wife loves you very much. Okay. But you have moments in your life when you realize in a very obvious way that your spouse loves you. Mm. And when she lost that ring, my wife didn't, I mean, she was, she was broken for two weeks. Mm. And I remember thinking, whoa, okay, all right. This is a, in a weird way, this is really good. Right. Right. But she lost the ring. So I started to buy essentially costume rings just for her to have something to wear. Okay. <laughs> so I would get them on Groupon and then I'd find them on eBay and I'd get them on uh, Wish, you know, this kind of stuff, whatever. But what I was really doing was now that we had the means, I was finding out what kind of ring she would want now. Oh. And then one Friday, we're sitting in our house, not on an expected holiday. And I just slide a box across the kitchen counter. And she goes, oh, did you get me another play ring? I said, why don't you open it up? And she gets it out. And it's three times the size of anything else that I have wow. got. Okay? And so she assumes it's not real. Yeah. I, it was 35 minutes of me trying to convince her it was real. <laughs> but I played two and a half years I did this. Different rings. I gave her one every, like, three a year. So after about 10 or 11, I knew what she wanted. You are a romantic. I am a romantic. Yeah. 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 Hopeless, man. You like that story? I do. And, like, some costume jewelry is actually really nice quality. I will say that. Oh, what's fun is actually, you know, you're not wrong. Like, she really liked some of them. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, and frankly, if you're with the cubic zirconia or whatever... For twenty bucks, you can get really nice looking yeah, stuff, absolutely. right? You know, and, and nobody, nobody, nobody can knows. tell the difference. Yeah. Uh, Texture did text this in in the first hour of the show, and, and it's just tech, it's just tuning back in. Four three seven nine six eight. The UPS job sex line. An idea for your seventy fifth birthday party. Oh, okay, yeah. For Dan's seventy fifth birthday, he should host and pay for the top seventy five show listeners to come to Denver for skiing and edibles. <laughs> Little gummy talk on a Friday, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I, I don't see how that helps me celebrate my birthday, but yeah, good, good, good idea. You got to remind me. When is your birthday? What o- month? October twenty fifth. Okay, all right. So October twenty fifth. Is that Keeneland time? Uh, absolutely. Well, we I, do in fact, why don't we do a Keeneland time? In fact, I've won a race at Keeneland on my birthday. Of course, you have. Yeah. 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 I think uh, the horse's name was Miss Blueprint. It's a Wednesday this year. Mm. We'll figure it right out. in the middle of the, of the <laughs> week. All right. I think the twenty first. We go out to Keeneland. We do the thing. <laughs> so many people ready to go to Denver on the text line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what we'll do is oh, I'll bring man. a bunch of gummies back here, and you can like. Pretend you're going to Denver. <laughs> you bring gummies here, man. I'm all in. Uh, oh, God, that's great. Don't forget the Bosich. 
Thank you. Let's yeah. play the Bozich clip yeah. because uh, we, you know, we asked Tom Hart earlier, and if you didn't get to hear Tom Hardy's at the end of the first hour, go back check out the podcast center um, uh, on the app or on uh, ESPNLouisville.com. And, and I want to give being in the studio. I want to give a shout out to Thumbs because she did get one <laughs> one soundbite here on the show sheet. Uh, I hope you didn't. I hope that wasn't one of the million things that you had to do. No, here I did that this this morning oh, okay. after I made my list of okay. all the. All right. Well, here this do. is this is Bosich, the one and only <laughs> soundbite that we have on the sheet. I've never really asked him what he thinks in terms of what they have to be next year or really ask any of the assistant coaches about Kenny of what they think they have to be next year. I know what the fans think. I mean, they they look at Kansas State, and that's what they want, or they look at what what LSU was for a while. They've come back to reality since then, and that's oh, yeah. what they want. But if you, if you look at most schools, it doesn't – you don't go – and there aren't that many examples of going from three because you can't find that many that have only won three. But you, you don't go from – you know, five or six to, you know, 18 or 20. It doesn't happen that way. You can go, I think, from, let's say this team gets four, and then next year you can get 13 or 14, and then the next year, you know, you make the tournament. I, I don't I mean to expect them to make the tournament next year. To me, that's that's got to be a less than 15% chance, in my opinion, unless they just go crazy in terms of who they're bringing in, and maybe that's possible with the portal stuff. I mean, some of the names I've heard are – are guys who are you know highly regarded dudes, but um, I don't think that's realistic to go from that few wins to to that many wins in one season. Interesting take, interesting okay. take. Okay. Uh, and and I think I think we should couch this a little bit okay. because Bozich openly advocated twice for Kenny to get the job when they hired Chris Mack, and then this time. Okay, so he is a he's a he's with you. You cannot judge Kenny Payne by this year right. in, uh, of the opinion. Right. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I, but I think he's right. I think, I, I think he wins another game or two this year. Next year, he has to be close to 500. They, th- those games that they lost by one point this year, Bellerman and they have to win those games Correct. next year. They have to be, ooh, what? Four games under five hundred, three games under five hundred in the ACC next year. That's what we talked about earlier, and and, and I think you start building some momentum from there. Uh, but he, the other thing he's right about is that Kenny's probably on a three-year leash here to make the NCAA tournament, and I. I don't know about bringing. I mean, look at Hunt, Huntley Brinkley. Wasn't he supposed to be a, a hot like prospect? Top five one, in his class. one of the best. One of the best. He he's in the witness protection program, Louis. We haven't we haven't seen him for two weeks, three weeks maybe. And I don't expect that you'll see him the rest of the year. So you know, don't get excited about some of the names that right. you're going to bring in from the right. transfer portal. The other part of this too, and is if you if you looked at Kansas State's. And I'm using them as an example because Jerome Tang's doing a good job there right. this year. Who they got on the transfer portal, you would not have been excited about them preseason. No. And so, and, and I'll actually agree. <laughs> I'm agreeing with Blanket Baker and Rubbish for a second in a different way. They said one of the hard things to analyze about the transfer portal is, and you bring up a great example with BHH, on paper, terrific player, did not work here. Sometimes guys are just good fits for what a coach wants to do, and Tang is clearly doing that at Kansas State. 
I, I don't I don't know what the player looks like that works with Kenny Payne because I, we can't tell this year. Right. I mean, we just can't. Right. I think L. Ellis works on a lot of teams. Right. I think that off ball, especially if you could play off ball, if you could score, you can score. You can play anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is. What yeah. It is. No. He'd especially be, if you only had to play. 34, 35 minutes a game instead of doing everything for 40 minutes for the whole entire Absolutely. season. Or if he's on, you know, like an LSU or something where he's probably playing 28 minutes yeah. and scoring, you know, 15 points a game, something like that. Like that, that translates everywhere. So I, I understand where Bozich is coming from. I understand where you're coming from. But I, the, the, I think the way that I'm different is Rick is assuming those guys are going to come. And I am not convinced that those guys are coming. Yeah, that that's where I am. Well, I'm, I'm pessimistic about about the acquisition of players more than I am about the coaching. Actually, believe it or not, even though I can't tell what they're doing. But if it is if if it is a talent deficit, then I, the other part is. I mean, do you, has anyone gotten better on this team this year? Mm, not I not mean, consistently better, yeah, right? Yeah, that's no, the frustrating you, part. If, you see, if, guys if, have good games. Yeah, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna uh, debate that point, I could I could point out to a couple players who, on occasion, have looked like they've gotten better. But it doesn't, as you just said, it doesn't translate game after game after game. Yeah. So I just I'm in a I'm in a holding pattern, unfortunately, because I, I haven't seen the things that make me think that he's going to be a great coach here. Okay. All right. Well, that's, you know, that's fair. You can't say he's going to be a great coach, but I don't think you can't say that he can't coach either. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, I, uh, so who are you picking tomorrow? I, I Florida State, and it's more, it, that's, yeah. it's not, so last time I bet against UofL, t- tomorrow I'm betting on Leonard Hamilton. Hmm. If I were betting, which, which I'm not. Yeah, uh, but, I, I, I think you're probably right. Um, you know, unless there's a huge carryover from that win. but Or, the, the, or but you eight, mentioned Florida State's coming in on a, on a losing streak. Maybe yeah. they've checked out. You know, I yeah. mean, that would be the hope if you're U of L, right, is that they've checked out. You've got this energy from a win, possibly. I don't right. know. But right. um, no, I'm, I just, the pain stuff, man. I, I just, I, I'm very interested that, that guys who have been around the game a really long time see something differently than I do. Hmm. Like you and Bozich are, are, you know, Rick's probably 20 years older than I am. You're 35 years older than I am. Like I, there's something like, there's something about that where the guys are more patient when they're older than when the guys are younger. And I don't know if that's from experience or if it's, you're actually seeing something that I'm not seeing, but it just feels like, Man, if you're forty, you know my age and younger, like you're just like this isn't working. There, there's a real deficit of coaches. See that that's where I think you're wrong, right? I, that's I know. where I, I think, know. That's where I think you're wrong because at Tom Hart said it, and it, and the nat- the national perspective is that there's no dudes. On he, he got nothing here. Yeah. He got nothing here. So I think we all agree on that part for yeah. sure. It's so just, then, so then, how if you agree with that part, then if, if the team stinks, if they have no talent. How can you tell me you know that Kenny Payne can or cannot coach? I, I, coaching involves developing players. And I worry even with crappy players that they're not developing. I feel like you can see development even in lower-level players. Okay. That, that's, that's what, that would be my rebuttal. That's okay. what I would say. And, I, right. and I'm not seeing... Because, like we mentioned earlier in the show, we watch every day in game. And so, yep. you know, I, you know we see minute. the trends. And, every minute. And, and so it's, it's just... I don't know. You know, Bobby V, you know, 
comes on here. He's going to do the same show he does every day, which is he implores people for patience, but he also says, you're not in practice, I'm in practice. And he's right, I'm not in practice. And I told Rummage the other day, I probably should should figure out a way to go to a couple practices. Louisville? Yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed to laugh at that, by the way. You told me the guy can coach. Not. No, I didn't. I did not say that at all. I said what with this year. You cannot tell if he can't. You cannot tell me he can't coach, okay. which is what a lot of people are doing. Okay. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. That's where I am. All right. But but he better start getting some players in here. It's it's way more about Jimmy's and Joe's. Yes. Uh, sure. that that because if he doesn't get the players in here, you know, we're not going to be able to sit here 3 years from now and say, "Well, we don't know if Kenny can coach or if he can't coach." I mean, he's got to he's got to start doing better than he's doing. No I, question. I got a text that someone enjoyed the the dodgeball. The dodgeball? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm no, I'd, I'd, I'd pay I'd pay $100 a ticket to watch the NFL guys play college. What ball. game, other than uh, the Pratt ceremony and IU-Purdue, is there a game tomorrow that you saw on here that you think is going to be pretty fascinating? Uh, Kansas. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I totally I, agree. I think, yes. I think Kansas... Uh, Iowa State. I, I think Kansas can be really good, uh, but they've got to start picking it up in some of these games, and they go to Iowa State. And so that that's one I want to Do you think in his post-game press conferences, Bill Self is talking about it being early in the season? Uh, that it's a marathon. It's a marathon. <laughs> what mile marker are they at? <laughs> hey, uh, Bob Baffert's staying at the same hotel we're staying at. Darn right he is. Yeah. He talked to your wife last night or anything? Uh, Sherry saw him when she was coming out of the hotel yeah. yesterday. <laughs> uh, she saw Bob on the way to the hearing. Did you... Uh, did you read any of that stuff i did what do you think we talked about it last night i yeah. think he's gonna run a horse in the, in the in the derby this year good good you want to get your 50 back I, I, I no i have enough wagers with you out in the ether <laughs> i'm waiting to get my hundred bucks back they, uh, for, for those that don't follow bob baffert's in town uh, to argue that he should be able to run he's banned through i think his his ban runs out right after the derby this year doesn't right. it yeah. and so he's in town uh, at a hearing and it sounds like um, there there were four hours of the hearing yesterday, two of which, two hours, his attorneys talked. And it sounds like to me, reading the the recap, they're just they're going down the same road. Yeah. They're they're walking over plowed ground here. Their two arguments is that it was applied, it wasn't injected, which depending on who you listen to is either Matters or doesn't. yeah uh, yeah and the other one is he has had no due process now i'm not an attorney louie but i mean due process like if you're charged with a crime uh the 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 government is coming after you that you're allowed due process there i don't know that you're allowed due process if a private entity says you can't you can't. You broke the rules. You can't play. You said this yesterday. Churchill still agrees that the the, the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission is the, the rule maker for them. So they're still under the rules of the KHRC. So if they say you have to let him run, they have to let him run. Mm, but I, it it doesn't sound like, I mean, the judge admonished him yesterday. Essentially for, what, what the, the, the more equivalent example in your law and order sort of example is, you can be held without bail if you commit a crime. And that's essentially what Baffert is saying. They're holding me without bail for a crime that isn't a felony. Mm-hmm. 
I, that's essentially. I, what I'm I look at it the other way. I think it's a private entity that their their flagship is the Kentucky Derby. You can't mess with the they Kentucky. Have, no, 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 Kentucky oh, Derby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I understand Churchill's actions at a, a million percent. They have a facility that they fill once a, once a year, twice a year. Once a weekend. <laughs> One week a year. <laughs> did, you, did you see that now the the city's day at the Derby has been moved back to Tuesday? It used to be Oaks, then it was Thurby, Thurby. Thurby yeah. and now it's back to Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. The, the, the city's day at the races might be during the fall meet pretty soon. <laughs> Come on yeah. out after Derby. That's right. That's right. Yeah, when there's 14 people here, you can sit anywhere you want. It won't cost you $2,500. Were you Were you listening? Um, the, K, the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission is like a homeowners association. <laughs> I um the uh, oh they were doing a Diener had it the other day. They announced this the the Tuesday at the track. It's five oh Tuesdays. I think what they're calling yeah, it. Yeah, and they they want to. Uh, Name all the races after local things, and Diener suggested they could only name it after things that don't exist anymore. <laughs> and I appreciated that very much because I complained about that on this show yeah, a absolutely. lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. No, Some be- of the texts were unbelievably funny. I mean, just really, really good. By the way, lots of people are going to be disappointed if you come in for your birthday and you don't bring the goods like you. Uh, yeah. just, I mean, just a thing. Yeah, just a heads up. I wouldn't even know where to go to buy it. That's such but a, I'm sure if I went downtown Denver, every other shop, say, every, every other shop is walk down your block. Stuff. Probably that's right. Yeah. Um, All right, so uh, let's let's um, let's just give quick picks here. UK, do they win tomorrow night? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, let's say the line's seven. Okay. Where would you fall? Uh, I'd still take the Cats. Okay. Yeah. U of L. Uh, I'm going to go with Florida State. Okay. Is it close? Uh yes okay yes what is close for U of L this season I'm not trying to make a joke. single digits okay okay yeah yeah. Wow. yeah how would you talk about them on Monday if they lose by six U of L yeah like the way I've talked about them all year great okay yeah okay. yeah <laughs> can't tell okay got it <laughs> what if UK loses to Florida. Ah, be in panic mode because my single dig, my single digit seeding prognostication may not be in pretty good shape. I think they, I think they win, but I think it's close. I think it's like a sixty eight sixty two kind of game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they beat they beat Tennessee, uh, so yeah. This feels like another LSU game to me. They get up by 10, 12, and then they yeah. just chip away. The yeah. UK's really boring. Well, um, if I have to stay up till 11 o'clock and they lose, <laughs> I'm not going to be a happy camper. I can guarantee you that. Do you think there'll be like an Angels in the outfield kind of thing with Mike tomorrow? I hope so. Like Oscar takes off from the midcourt line and dunks on I, people? And I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Now, the, you know, the, these, these players obviously – don't know anything about Mike's career, but you know oh, they he, know him. But they know him, sure. yeah. So hopefully, it's some motivation. That's fair. Yeah. How much time do we have? Thirty seconds until music. Yes. You have a minute to talk about Mike Pratt, and I think you should do that. Well, uh, thank you. Um, you know, it's it's going to be emotional. Uh, I, I I I'm not going to say that it should have happened a long time ago. 
I think people know that, that, that that's how I feel and that there are people in the rafters who could not measure up to the career that Mike had. But, you know, um, and, and our, I was around Mike for 50-some years and was very appreciative of the player he was, but much more appreciative as the person he was, Louie. We would come here and sit in the conference room, and I could tell that he was dying that between the neuropathy and the chemo treatments, he felt awful. And I would tell him, I'd say, Mike, stay home. You can do it from home. Or or, or just don't even worry about it. I'll do it. And uh, he said, no, it's, it's important that I be here. And um, I, I, I was just, I was lucky that I got to spend two hours with him every day the last year and a half that he was alive, and I'll, I'll always appreciate it. Congrats that. to the Pratt family. This is Isla and Louie here on 680-1057. We'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great day, everybody. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, Come on, muscle through it. But then also say, Hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com.